Blog Talk Radio. It's Saturday, July 9th, 2016, and you're tuned in to another edition of The Missy Show. We're your premier source for fun and informative pet topics. I'm your host, Jay, and joining me once again is my wing girl for life, the lovely D. Are you cool right now, buddy? That's the question of the hour. <laughs> you know what? It has been hot to the capital H-O-T. It has. I'm cool. I am. I'm, I'm you know, thanks the Lord for air conditioning and <laughs> ceiling fan because it has been hot. I know it's probably hot in other places, so but it's been hot here. <laughs> but it's I am really cool. hot here. It's hot and it's humid and and it's the kind of hot it just makes you not want to put anything in the oven because you just don't want to heat your house up. Even though you have AC, you just don't want to heat the house up. It's that kind of hot. It's that kind. Of, I've been cooking all day, and it's just like. Uh, it's just not fun. It's not no. fun. It's where you just want to have sandwiches the whole summertime and not eat, like, yeah. heavy food or anything like that. This would have been a great day for a Klondike bar. I love, For those of you who don't know, I love Klondikes, and I have to watch myself. I can't buy them too often because they don't last in my household. And when I buy six packs, they tend to go within a weekend. So, but this would have been a great day for one. It would have been a fantastic day for two Klondike bars. Yep, or in my case, six. It would have been a great day for six of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have been a great day for it. And you know, the weekend is not gone, Jay. It's not gone, but um, for the safety of my waistline, I think I will. I'll decline. I'll decline for right now. Okay. I, I kind of have to get them. I have to find those little um, stores that sell them in the two packs. I'm safer with the two pack, but when you buy them from like Walmart or Target and they sell them in six, I, yeah, that gets me in trouble. Okay, <laughs> but but I'm gonna get off of the subject of Klondike bars and on to today's topic. Today it's not about Klondike. It's all about equine. It's the Happy Horses episode, and I've been debating with D whether I want to do a horse impression, whether I want to do a, a neigh or a whinny or however you call it, but I don't know. We'll see. Before the episode ends, maybe I'll do one. I, I have do to, it, you know. Do it, do it, do it, do <laughs> That was so horrible. <laughs> okay, that was so horrible. Okay, maybe I'll do a better one later. That one didn't sound like a happy horsey. That sounded like one. <laughs> That was in a bit of trouble. Okay, um, it's not the drunk show again. Okay, um, <laughs> but before we get into that, let's give out the answer to Tuesday's pet. Remember, since we're doing our Christmas in July post, pet trivia is not necessarily just limited to Fridays. Each day our topic is a surprise. And also D&I, or sometimes it might just be one of us, we're going to be doing many pop-up episodes, and these will be... That's a minimum five minutes, but probably they won't be like a whole full 30 minutes. But they won't be pre-announced. 
And after we do them, we will later post a link to the episode, and I'll just, like, put something on the blog. And we'll post it no later than the next day. So those will be surprise episodes, and they can be about any topic. So look forward to some of those before the month of July is out. So, okay, back to pet trivia. And we're kind of focusing on donkeys, which sort of ties in with our topic, and and you'll find out how in just a bit. But the first question is, what is the difference between a donkey and a mule? Hmm, a donkey and a mule. Because I've Mm -hmm. got both of them in my my mind. I see them both, and I'm looking at them, and I'm thinking, okay, is it ears? Is it, (laughs) is Mm -hmm. it, I don't, is one used for pulling or carrying something or transporting, or is it a physical difference? And you know what? And and at the time I came up with that question, I didn't think about, yeah, that there are physical differences between them, but something that I didn't know was that a mule is actually uh, the baby of a donkey. It's actually the offspring of a donkey and a horse. Oh, okay. Because I don't, I don't think I knew that. But yeah, it's it's the offspring of a donkey and a horse, and specifically, a mule is the offspring of a male donkey and a female horse. Wow. Okay. And I they're usually sterile. They're usually sterile. Um, they can't. Usually, male donkeys can't uh, reproduce, and very rarely, a female donkey sometimes can produce reproduce. But usually, they're sterile. Okay. Okay. All right. And then you have something called a henny, and a henny is the product of a female donkey and a male horse. So the mule is the male donkey, female horse, and the henny is the female donkey, male horse, baby. Okay. Okay, that's interesting. Never knew that. (laughs) Never knew that. Never knew that. Okay, our next question, because we had a couple, is what is a male donkey called and what is a female donkey called? I never knew this either. Do you have any idea? Uh, no, but I bet you my mom does. Um, <laughs> my mom would have known. My mom would have known. Um, oh, this one was, you should, when she gets back, you should test her on this. You should test her. But a male donkey is called a jack, and a female donkey is called a jenny. Okay, okay. So it's a jack and a jenny. Okay, okay. I would have never known that, no. <laughs> Me either. Okay, our next question is, are donkeys related in any way to horses and zebras? Are they rela- Do you think they're related in any way? Only because I think I saw something. I want to say yes, they are. And you are correct. You are correct. Yes. That's why they can that's why they can all mate with each other. Um they're all members of the same genus and that's called equus. They're all in the genus of Equus, and they're in the family of Equidae. Even though each of them have different numbers of chromosomes, they're all in the same family. And because of that, that's why they can all mate with each other. Okay. I thought I saw something about that. I thought I saw something about, you know, the crossing or the mating or the, you know, of the two. So, yeah. Yep, they can. And then one other fact um, on that subject, zebras and donkeys, can also mate, as we found out, and um, their pairings have produced some some interesting names, little creatures. Um, When you have a male donkey and a female zebra, you get something called a zebrini. 
And then there's something called a zebra. The Brennies and zebra. Yeah, that was so cute. And then you have the crossing between a female donkey and a male zebra, and sometimes they call those Z-donks. Then you got the brasses, and then you've got zebroids. So it sounds like an alien. But, yeah, you, you know, can it sounds um, like It sounds like names, nicknames that would be given to, like, kids in the neighborhood. Z-donk. Z-donk. So, yes. <laughs> Donkeys and zebras, and I think there's even, yeah, and horses and zebras can mate because there's something called a zorse, a horse and a zebra oh. combo, a zorse. It sounds like something like intergalactical or something. Yeah, zorse, there's a zorse. But, uh, the zorse are coming. So, <laughs> so, yes, all of those those um, those three um, the creatures, they're a member of the equus family, well, the uh, family equidae in the genus of equus. So how was that for some great horse episode icebreaker info? Um, there you each, go. Yeah, you know, I, th- I thought it was pretty cool because actually at the time I came up with the question, I didn't even think about that that would tie in with today's topic. So that was a nice little coincidence. Yeah. Okay, be sure to, sorry, be sure to keep checking our blog for more pet trivia questions at she'satority.blogspot.com. And to join in today's conversation, Hit us up at 347-838-8313 or listen later in the archives at blogtalkradio.com forward slash she's authority. Links from information used in today's episode can be found after the show on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash missy.show44 or on our Twitter page at twitter.com forward slash missyshow. Okay, now time for some horsing around. It's all about horses. Who wants to dive in first? <laughs> As though we had any other options other than you and me. I know, right? You see, the thing about it is, is that I adore horses. I always, you know, I love my, my horses and I love my elephants. Um, yes. I love, and my dogs, of course. All animals, but, you know, I have my little special ones. I love horses, though. You know, I've always had that whole little... And, really weird and strange, but, you know, we, you have those things, you know what I've always wanted to do? I've always, one of my, what I've always wanted to do is to go out with the wild horses and run with the wild horses or whatever. It's because I love horses. They just, I don't know, it's like they have this sort of, for me, like elephants and stuff, they have this, like, spirit with them. I don't know what you call it or whatever, but they just seem like they have, like, this inner spirit with them and, 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 that they are so smart and so just, I don't want to say human-like, but they, they just have this, this personality and quality to them that kind of transcends and it goes into a, a spiritual level or whatever. So that's why I've always loved horses or whatever. And they have um, beautiful eyes. They have beautiful they? eyelashes. Their eyes are so pretty. It's just like, well, it's like a bigger version of humans. <laughs> It's like a bigger version of, of humans and stuff. And so that's why I've always just been attracted to horses and, and they just have this – I've always wanted to learn how to horseback ride. Um, came close to it um, and and never got a chance to actually learn how to horseback ride. But when you're up on top of a horse, you're a lot higher than you <laughs> Yeah, it's scary. <laughs> it's actually scary. It's scary because you're like – you know, the first thing you get up there and you're like, I didn't realize it was going to be this high. 
I know it's going to be a tie, but, you know, it's it's just there's very, you can get some that, you know, are, are a little bit frisky and wild, but then you get those sweet ones that are so sweet and so gentle, and they're just, oh, they melt my heart. They're sort of like big dogs to me. I don't know what it is, but they're like big dogs to me. Yeah, I just think I would enjoy brushing them. I would just like to stand out there, like, in the stables, and I would just like to, it feels like I could just talk to them, like you could just vent. And they, they would just yeah. listen, and, and I would just like to brush them. It, I just think it would be a calming experience just to be around them. I would love to have a horse as a pet. I would love to have, you know, a lot goes into it as I'm as doing the research because I, I uh, read this article and they were like, do horses make good pets? Much. And, you know, they say it comes with the pros and the cons. As with any pet, you have to accept responsibility for your horse's well-being as well as the cost of ownership, which can be expected and unexpected, you know. And also the responsibility you have for the horses, um, like I said, well-being. You have to say once you decide on having a horse, selecting the right horse for you should should be based on two key factors, the horse's personality and the temperament and what you plan on using the horse for. So, you know, I guess for you, if you're looking for, I don't know, if you're looking for a horse, that's kind of mild and calm and you just want a horse to be, you know, around just as a, you know, maybe a, a riding horse for your, your your child or something like that, you might want a wild, I mean, a, a mild and, and, and easy temperament one. But if you want one that's going to be active and, you know, got that spark or whatever, you might want to get one that has a, a, a you know, a, a, a more vibrant personality, I guess you could say it like that. Yeah, because um, I, I read D that they were even they described them as like hot blooded horses versus cold blooded, but they don't mean like yeah. in the, like the mammal way of warm blooded or yeah. cold blooded. But the hot blooded horses are the ones like you were talking about that are more active and they're more suited yeah. for racing. And then you've got the cold blooded ones that are much more mild and gentle. Yeah, exactly. You know, and you have to be careful because you know every horse. You know, taking care of a horse is not. Um, cheap. <laughs> no. It's not cheap. They come with, you know, food bills, vet bills, you know, and, and just stuff that might, you know, you have to get fencing and you have to think about shelter and you have to think about everything because it's just like, you know, if you're having like, I don't want to say like a dog, but it just, you know, with any animal, you have to consider all of these things. You have to feed it. You have to make sure that it's healthy all the time. And you might have to make sure that you have adequate shelter for it and everything. Yeah, and um, I would imagine even the amount of hay just to, to feed yeah. them, but because I was trying to find my facts here about how much they eat, but but they can eat quite a bit. Yes, yes, and I had that in mind. I have so much information. I was trying to look for it. <laughs> I have so much information, but they eat a lot. Um, and it, you have to make sure that it's good hay. It's it's good straws, good hay because you don't want to make you want to make they were saying you want to make sure that it's clean and it's fresh. You don't want to have any mold or anything. And I think I saw one. Um, I think you know one of those vet shows where I think a particular horse ate some moldy kind of hay and it made it really really sick, mm-hmm. really really sick. Um, and they didn't know that the, the the straw the hay had been molded or gotten mold and stuff in it, and it made the poor little horse just so sick. And and it was okay, but it was just you know that pain and agony it had to go through because, you know, they weren't sure about um, the, uh, the the hay or whatever. So they tracked it down to where it was the hay that they were eating that made them all sick because it was like a whole bunch of them got sick. 
And another thing to consider also when horses get sick, unlike us, if, if we eat something that doesn't agree with us and it's just bad for us, we can, you know, throw it back up. But horses, are, I read, can't vomit. Oh, really? I didn't know that. I, mm-hmm, I read that horses cannot vomit. Wow. So, so that could be a very bad thing. Yeah, yeah, because you would have to, yeah, ugh, yeah. That, oh, I didn't even think, I didn't even think about that, because imagine, I mean, we have that capability, and, and mm-hmm. sometimes I'm very thankful to be able to vomit it, because yeah. <laughs> it's a saving grace sometimes, not that I'm going through any kind of thing or anything, but I'm just saying, sometimes you're like, oh, God, if I just get this out of me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they, they cannot vomit, so I guess un, unless, you know, their body, you know, because there, there is always the other end, but if it can't, I guess, get it out that way, you know, they can also be very sick just from that. So if they ingest something that doesn't agree with them, they don't have the option to throw it back up. Yeah. So that that is something you need to be aware of. Um, what were they talking about? Um, there was something that I saw about their health conditions. They're prone to leg fractures and punctures, as well as mm-hmm. um, laminitis, which is the swelling of the hoof, which can cause a horse to become lame. And with euthanasia, sometimes the only possible outcome. So you really want to be, you know, there's just certain, you know, certain things that you need to be aware of. Health issues, as far as 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 um, when you, if you're going to take on the responsibility of owning a horse. Um, and laminitis, I said, is caused by stress, which I didn't know anything about. I didn't even know, you know, that condition. But it's caused by stress, such as changes in feed or environment regimens, obesity or colic. So it's it's, it's something you really need to be aware of. Um, do your research. I mean, with any animal you're going to bring into your your life, whether it's a horse or a dog or whatever, do I mean, do your research. Know what before you you go out and get it. You know, before you just if you're thinking about it, do your research. See whatever health conditions that are going to be prone to this, what you need to be aware of. Get yourself beefed up on every health issue that could possibly be something that you would experience with your new animal of choice. Yes, definitely, because unlike dogs and cats, um, horses, they, they can live 25 to 30 years. So if you're going to have a pet horse, this is a long-term commitment, so you yes. have to um, be sure that you can afford to give them the proper care that they need. And if you think you complain about your vet bill with a dog or cat, which I've done with Missy, you know, where you walk out of there and you're looking at your bill like, what the heck just happened? Just imagine what it will be with a horse. So, yeah, yeah, that's something you have to consider. Yeah, and just make sure, like, with every pet you have, you have to make sure you're going to build that relationship with them. And they, they need, you know, a companionship I was reading about. You know, they say that it's it's not good to get like a single horse because horses thrive on companionship. Um, um, being you know together with one another, being with with another animal, not necessarily a horse. They were saying like a goat could work with a horse, but they like companionship. So oh, cool. you know, and, and, yeah. And if you're gonna if you're gonna have a horse, you know, you should ride it three to four times a week to build that kind of you know bond with them and 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 stuff. So it's it's. Like I read in it, they were saying a, a, whore, a pet is for life, not just for Christmas. So um, it, you have to make sure that you're willing to put in the time, you know. You have to be able to put in the time. Yes, definitely. Um, also, if you're going to have, you know, more than one horse and you have a male and female and you intend to let them mate, um, typically a horse pregnancy lasts about 11 months, and they usually just result in one foal 
they, I didn't know this. I never thought about it, but they say twins are very rare in horses, but I guess it can happen. So usually they just have one foal, and the foals are usually born in the spring. And the foals, it's interesting that they can actually walk and actually run about, you know, not that long after, you know, they're born. I found that interesting. Wow. Wow. Yeah, wow. unlike you know, human babies. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Horses are like, and that's something you wait for them to, because you see those shows where the, the horse is out and then they're like, okay, we want him to stand, we want him to stand, and, you know, the little weebly, weebly, wobbly legs, and they're, you know, well, God, it comes on a walk. <laughs> it's so cute. So, you know, I ran across my, my, the thing you were talking about as far as food. The average size horse will eat about 20 pounds of food a day and drink at least eight gallons of water. Whoa. So that's a lot. <laughs> that's it a, lot. a lot. Think about those those twenty pound bags of dog food. I, I I would probably lose my mind. Um, but yeah, that's a lot of of, of food. And I found this interesting. It says that to to measure their height, they must be measured without shoes. Never thought about that. So they don't you yeah. don't measure them with their shoes on. Well, I guess it's the same as us when we go to yep. the doctor. They always say step on your shoes. <laughs> you don't get measured with your shoes on. You got on anyway. Yeah, and their teeth never stop growing. You know, I saw that, and I'm like, really? <laughs> I can't. You know, to think of, to think to think about that. You, you, their teeth are constantly growing. They're constantly yeah, growing. They're constantly growing, and and they just I guess the only thing that just keeps them from just getting impossibly big. I think they said in the process of them eating, they get ground down just a little bit, you know. So I guess mm-hmm. it sort of evens out, but their teeth never stop growing. Mm-hmm. That would be really wow. bad for us, though. That would be really bad. Oh, uh, we would be some some yeah yeah, yeah not too attractive, not too attractive. Yes, we would be just gorgeous, wouldn't we? Now? <laughs> We would be gorgeous. We would be. Wow. Okay. We're going to keep moving on that because I could go into things that you talk about. Okay. Yeah, that, that's a story in and of itself. And they can get colic, too, which you mentioned, but mown grass cuttings can cause colic in horses. Yeah. So I guess you got to be careful. Don't look. Because I don't know. I guess I would just think that they could eat any type of, like, grasses or haze or anything like that. But um, mown grass cuttings, be careful about that because that can cause colic in them, which can make them very sick. Yeah. You know, one thing I found that was important, well, not important, but was just interesting, I, you know, didn't know that horses, when they sleep, they don't necessarily always keep standing up. Sometimes we lie down. And, see, I didn't know that because, see, you've heard the rumor so much about them always just standing up. Yeah, right? That that was my whole thing. It's like, and I read that, and I was like, what? And then I saw something that said that if they're, like, in a group, you know, uh, like, if if they're in a group, some of them, all not all of them will lie down there. At least one will con- continue to stand because it acts out, it acts as a lookout for its companions of potential danger. So they have a lookout. So they're like, okay, everybody, who's going to be the lookout? <laughs> Sorry, you stand. It's your turn. So he stands going to stay up and watch where everybody else is like, Chilling, land down, sleeping. Yeah, because that's the thing. I didn't realize that they were. Well, I guess maybe I did, but I didn't think about it because you always hear about frady cats, and and I know cats are very nervous and jumpy, but horses are actually like that too. And, yeah, and they they, they will take off if they get spooked. That they have this fight or flight thing that's really strong. 
Well, you know, because they, you know, a lot of people tend to get hurt sometimes when a horse gets spooked. You, you know, riding on it, and all of a sudden it sees something and you don't see it, but it sees something and it gets spooked and it, you know, jerks and takes off and you're not prepared for it, so you get thrown off the horse or something. So, um, yeah, they they are kind of junky kind of creatures. Yeah, because they, um, let's see, horses are prey animals with a strong fight or flight response, and, and they were saying that um, every now and again they'll stand their ground, this is on Wikipedia, and they'll defend themselves like um, if it's impossible for them to, you know, get away or if their young is threatened. But for the most part, if it's not those situations, they're going to run. They're gone. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's you see those horses? I've seen those horses where, because my mom would tell me stories about the horse got, you know, spooked and, and tried to, you know, whatever, uh, they weren't aware of it, and somebody almost got killed because the horse got spooked and almost got trampled or something like that. Um, you know, I, I found another thing of, um, that was interesting. They said that if you see a horse with a red bow tied on its tail, it's to let you know that the horse kicks. The horse what now? The horse kicks. Oh, it's, okay. I just I don't know if that, you know, I just saw that as an interesting fact on one of my sites. Um, they said if you see a horse, with a, one of the ways to let you know that, you know, this is a kicking horse and not to stand behind it, but you shouldn't stand behind horses anyway, but to let you know that you see one with a little red bone on its tail, it's because it's trying to, they're trying to let you know that this horse is a kicking horse. Well, I will, <laughs> I will be sure that if I see a horse with a red bow to stand far away I'll, or I'll just stand in front. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes. Always, my mom would always say, "You never stand behind a horse because it'll kick you. You never know when it might kick you." And I'm like, "Okay, yeah. <laughs> all right." One thing me and the horse have in common is that horses like sweet flavors and usually reject anything sour or bitter. So I'm like, "Yeah, I know." Yeah, you, you do like your sweets. I love my sweets. Anyone knows me knows I love my sweets, and so I'm right with you, my horse friend. <laughs> You know, um, it's interesting, like, with donkeys kind of tying them in a little bit. I think I was reading something about them, and I think they said it's worse to be behind a a donkey or a mule if they're going to kick because they were saying something about the way the horse kicks. Sometimes it doesn't kick, like, directly where it's going to hit you. It's direct, like, they'll kind of do it a little to the side if I'm not switching them around. But I think the donkey is the one where you really better get from behind him. Yes, my mom has all. Yes, oh my God, my mom has the story, the stories, the stories she could, the stories she could tell, the stories she could. Tell. You know, it would be so cool if your mom would come on the show. <laughs> I don't think she quite get the concept, and it would probably just go to another whole place. But it would be so cool if we could get her to just like pick up the phone and join in on certain topics. Yeah, this would have been a good that. one. <laughs> Good luck with that, but it's a great idea. <laughs> great idea, but yeah. But there are stories. I have had stories all my life about the kicking mule, the kicking donkey, things that kick. You know, and then I just read this one. I didn't see this one earlier. Horses will mourn the passing of a Yeah, isn't that sweet? Isn't that just sweet? Because then that lets you know there's there's an emotional connection, right. there's an emotional tie. That is so sweet. 
They're very intelligent creatures, but and they say a donkey is even more intelligent because they say that a donkey will walk into a situation, and whereas a horse is more prone to just sort of run away, they say a donkey will actually stand there and calculate and kind of assess the situation. Like it's really thinking about, hmm, what are my <laughs> options here? What are my options? Should I stay or should I go? Hmm. <laughs> you so see a horse There's a fire right there. You might want to leave. <laughs> And, you know, that's one of my favorite animals. I, I adore them the next donkey. to cats. I, I like them a lot. They're very cute. I have a trivia question for you. Okay. Approximately how many gallons of saliva does a horse produce today? Oh, my gosh. Ugh. And let me just tell you, I know it's disgusting, but it's more than five. Ew, Okay. I will say 10. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> oh, that's a lot of spit. That's oh. a lot of spit. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Ew. Yeah. Um, well, hey, you know, well, we might be surprised how much we produce if we really just knew it. You know, if you probably, well, I, you never think about measuring it, but we probably mm-hmm. aren't too far behind. Wow, this show went by quick. We, we're hearing the little lady in our ear. She'll, you guys can't hear it. I don't think. I don't think that's on the air. But she'll just go sixty seconds, and she'll let us know we have thirty seconds. So we are less than sixty seconds now. But we just wanted to thank you guys for tuning into another Missy Show episode. We missed you all last week, and we hope you all had a wonderful Fourth of July. Please tune in to next week's show. And, of course, my computer screen was all blank, but I believe next week's show is Clean House, Clean Pet. So okay. we're going to be exploring the topic of whether it is possible to have a clean house when you own pets. So we're, mm-hmm. we're going to be looking into that. So we hope you guys have a wonderful remainder of your weekend. We'll see you next Saturday. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>